I've got a very famous zebra. I've got a naked eye astronomer. Friends and welcome to Good morning. Something Considered, mm. a new podcast where we yeah. take a think about something and reconsider it. And today yes. we're considering what does mercy mean? What oh, does mercy mean? That's My such friends, a good question. Nathaniel Tapley and Lizzie yes, hello. Loper. Hello, mm. friends. Good evening. I think on this day, the Saturday, the most merciful of all days, mm. we. Mm. It, I always. I'm minded to think mm. of the prophet mm. Elijah. Mm. And when he sat upon mm. that rock mm. and showed unto himself the inverted turtle mm. and looked upon its struggles, did he ever find himself thinking of the human condition? Mm. And and the role of mercy thereupon in? To flip, to, to reinvert the turtle, to, to send it upon its way. Mm. To yes. upend the turtle, as mm. one might say. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of mercy show. Yeah. Lizzie Roper, have you ever yeah. turtled in public? Oh, I've died have be known to turtle, yes, but when, when um, you dangle the term mercy in front of myself, I am inclined to think of um, mercy, mercy, mercy. Hello. I'm so sorry. I think I could have cut that. You started it. <laughs> yeah, all right. <clears throat> uh, let's go to the 8th of August, 1576, when the cornerstone is laid for Tycho Brahe's Uraniborg Observatory. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was just yeah. some noises. That didn't make any sense at all. No, because <laughs> Tycho Brahe has a silly name, or Brahe. Tycho Brahe was an astronomer and mathematician. He was the best in the world, and he was the last good naked eye astronomer because he lived before telescopes, so he had to do all of his ast- astronoming just with his naked eyes, or with naked. his ordinary eyes and he could be as clothed as he wished um he it's better when found, he's unclothed it is he found the existence <laughs> of new stars stellar novae which are now called supernovae um and he proved that because they didn't move in parallax with other stars that they were beyond the moon and beyond that there was something beyond the moon because we didn't know that then because we just looked how big things were is that closer or is that further away we saw uh, the full moon out of the window last night. Did you? My sister is very keen. She's only 55. She's very keen on revealing her bottom to myself <laughs> and my 87-year-old mother last night. When you when say we were full moon, to, oh. Yes, yeah. when we were going to bed, suddenly there was a knock yeah. on the window and we looked out the window <laughs> and there was the most enormous bottom I've ever seen. I saw was it with my naked eye. No, there was no pressing. It It was properly spherical. Um, There might have been a little man living in it. I don't know, but I did see it. Was it made of cheese? Yeah, no, no, no cheese. I mean, you could have cut the cheese, but no cheese. But um, so that was nice, and it upset my mother. We all went to bed. um, Little bit ashamed. The thing is, I have absolutely no idea if that's true or not. Like, it it's would be, totally true. Is it actually true? Of course. We're always true. getting. We're always. Don't you get your ass out for your mum? Don't you get your ass out for your old mum? What's wrong with you? Don't you even love little... your old mum? Get your ass out for your mum. Do you, you know? Get I'll, your I'll, ass. I'll, I'll feel terrible. I've been sitting there all afternoon without seeing that your bum. Straight get after we recorded this, I'm going down my old mum's house. I'm going to get yeah. outside the window. I'm going to show her my bum. 
I mean, she's <laughs> on the top floor of a... It's going to be an absolute nightmare. And I'll yes. probably die, but it's, if it's what S- my old man wants... Speaking of seeing the film... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Taiko Brahe had a golden nose. That's the other thing you should remember about him. What? He's got a golden nose because he yeah. cut his nose off during a duel and he had to make himself a fake nose. So no, it was syphilis. Nose. I'm sure fake it was nose. syphilis. The fake yeah. nose media. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, King Frederick II of Denmark gave him an island to go and study the stars on where he built... Uraniborg Observatory, where he could observe Uranies. <laughs> he made that up. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Uraniborg. Which means Uranus Town. It's good. Uh, do, you, do you think that, you know, like um, cats uh, and other creatures, they often have like uh, white markings around their eyes and it helps right. to reflect, like in the sort of semi nocturnal animals, it helps to reflect what scant light there is into the iris, right. you know, so that they can, they can see better. Do you think having mm. a particularly shiny nose helps you <laughs> to see the stars better? <laughs> Uh, you smell the stars. Uh, <laughs> uh, all his mates used to call him Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he built on the uninhabited island of Fen, Uraniborg Observatory, which had a, the biggest quadrant in the world. He put all of the instruments mm-hmm. on. There was a balcony that ran all the way around the building, so you could keep your eye on stars wherever they went. You wouldn't, they wouldn't ever be out of sight because they're not so flat. You could see them for ages. You know what they um, say? Big, oh, I big what balconies. Say. Big balconies. Big shiny nose. Yeah. Tiny Uranibergs. <laughs> he had lots of visitors. He had James yeah. I. He had Johannes Kepler. Uh, and he had a brass as a muffle quartet, which was the biggest... Uh, no, that was another quadrant. That was huge. And he had the Great Globe of 1580, which is hollow, made a, a hollow wooden sphere layered with brass <laughs> plates with all the stars written on. And he himself wrote on a thousand new stars while he was at the observatory. because um, he, So he found 777 while he was there. But then he fell out with King Frederick's son, um, his King Christian, who so he had to run away, and they burnt down uh, the Uraniborg Observatory. Um, and Tycho Brahe also, we should remember about him, that he died because he was too polite to leave the table to say he wanted a wee. So he gave himself uremia by bursting his bladder. Blimey. Because he didn't want to tell anyone. Yeah. He really needed what? a wee during the meal. He was at a banquet, and the banquet went on a bit, and he was like, Oh, this really hurts. It's really rude to, to ask to leave the little... Oh, I'm flooded with my own urine. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. What a waste. Okay. <clears throat> I, all of this has been weird and mad so far. This has been a very yeah, weird an and mad one, episode. So I'm, I want to give people we- a handle on this with something mm. relatively normal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's the 8th of August, 1969, right? Yeah. Yes. And at a zebra crossing in London. Mm-hmm. What do you think happens? Oh, did four young Liverpudlians yes, take a journey across the road to the studio? Did. Yes, yeah. they did. Photographer Ian Macmillan takes the iconic photo that becomes the cover image of the Beatles' album, Abbey Road. <clears throat> They'd tried various other ones, you know. Uh, they'd had a lollipop lady, but they couldn't get clearance on her. They tried uh, them just uh, running, but John got hit by a moped. So then they went with the zebra crossing. Um, 
and uh, there's actually there are actually six photos first photo Mm -hmm. John leads the group from left to right followed by Ringo Paul and George they kept this order throughout all the photos Uh, there's a Mercedes pulling out of the studio behind them John is looking away from the camera and Paul and George are in a mid-step Paul is wearing sandals second photo they walk back in the same order good spacing but only John has a full step third photo left to right again full steps this time but they're all too far left there's now a traffic backup there are a taxi Mm -hmm. two vans and a double decker bus waiting to come forward Paul is now barefoot fourth photo Walking right to left, Paul, Ringo and George all in mid-step. The traffic has gone through, but the bus has stopped to watch. Fifth photo. This photo was used for the cover of the album. It's the only photo where we see Paul smoking. It's the only one with their legs in perfect formation. The three men on the left above Paul's head are Alan Flanagan, Steve Millwood and Derek Seagrove. They were interior decorators returning from a lunch break. On the right side between John and Ringo's head is Paul Cole, an American tourist. Sixth photo. Ringo is slightly too far behind John. The bus has turned around to leave. Everyone's been sick. (laughs) Ah, uh, there you go. Fans of insane mm, of Beatles minutiae. Um, mm. After the shoot. There are more of those than you think. Yes, there really were. Uh, after the shoot, uh, Macmillan went to find a, a road sign for use on the back cover, but in the end, they used one of the other photos, which was. Um, uh, there, there was a, during the photographing the sign, there was a girl in a blue dress walked through the shot, and Ian was very angry, apparently. But later they chose it as the back cover. Oh, it's a very bad little girl. He was Scottish. <laughs> um, anyway, he did quite a lot of work with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Um, he did the cloud on the album cover for Live Peace in Toronto. Who could forget that? I could. Yeah. Uh, photos <laughs> on the album sometime in New York City. Never heard of it. No. Uh, the wedding cake in the wedding album. Don't know. Don't care. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you do know that. We all know no, that. I don't know. I don't know, and you I don't do. care. I don't care. Oh, oh, ye of little faith. I, it's not really faith. It's just interest. <laughs> <laughs> ye of little interest. Whoa. He also took a photo Thanks of for... Kenny Rogers. Beat that. <laughs> I will. I'll and then the he taught days. photography in Stoke on Trent, having scaled those heights. <laughs> wow. Got Sitting there drinking after every class. You drink again, Mr. McLeod? Yes, I was taking photos of Kenny Rogers a couple of years ago. Hey, you listen, know? you all get John back. Lennon's one thing, but Kenny Rogers, come on now. The, the legend, the man. I was Kenny Rogers and the first edition, I'll have you know. It's all of them, and all great lads, great lads. I like that. I, I, subconsciously, I was miming holding a fag in my hand as I did that <laughs> and he died of lung cancer it's weird oh. how I channeled him there wow. probably quite uncanny this is the breath and now to the birthday the death breath <laughs> short one in his case happy birthday to Roger Federer once in every decade we are gifted a tennis player who comes along who's so good he makes the entire sport utterly dull for at least 10 to 12 years Boris Becker Pete Sampras he really and did, Roger he? Federer he killed yeah. tennis man Black he killed Express tennis the serving machines he may as well just put yeah. a machine that flies really fast balls out morose guy striding from one side of the court to the other beetle browed nonsense blacking out boring serves yeah uh, what, but technically I mean wonderful technical player you know one yeah like a Swiss <laughs> clock I want someone like to go Toblerone. screaming at people like John McEnroe yeah I want Jimmy Connors mucking about. I want Andre Agassi's it's, ponytail. It's I, very hard to get excited about tennis, <laughs> isn't it? We where where do you want? Every summer where, we where try. do you want Andre Agassi's ponytail? <laughs> On a pony. I, I'd like to be his little pony. <laughs> With his little ponytail. <laughs> 
Happy death day to... I would prance like a little pony for him. And yes, you would, you little... The ponytail jerking man. Austrian pony me. ever. Oh. <laughs> sideways dancing minx. Happy death day <laughs> Uh, Shirley Jackson, who died today in 1965. She wrote six novels, 200 short stories, but died at the age of 48. Oh, she also had to keep a whole house and raise many children while her husband was also being a writer in the other room, doing none of those things. Uh, all of her stuff's brilliant. You should definitely read it. Um, and yes, go and read all of Shirley Jackson's short stories instantly. All right. Well done. Yeah. I will. She wrote Haunted Pill House. Sorry, I, I, I can't. I've got to go. I've got to go and read. Yeah, 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 go now. Yeah. Go read. Yeah, I'll lend it to you. Uh, Dragon yes. Lizzie Roper. Which of our business plans is yes. uh, our very own Deborah <coughs> Well, you get no money from me. <laughs> You're going to fail, aren't you? <laughs> That's my impression of Deborah Meaden. I love Deborah Meaden. Did you see her? In, did you see Deborah Meaden in, in Murder and Successville? Yes, yes, she was fantastic. She was, she was, was so obviously brilliant. I loved her. Yeah. Oh, I loved her. The only thing wrong with that programme is I didn't get to be in it. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, I think we were all furious that we didn't get asked to be in God, it successful. Was... Yeah. And the fact that they um, cancelled it after three series. It's mm, the greatest yeah. thing ever made. Happened. Is it fair to say that Dermot O'Leary killed that format? Would that be a fair thing to say, yes. do you think? I mean, I think... and he's killed many people. I mean, you can, no, 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 no. You can only live on the dead ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Photographer Ian McMillan. Yeah. Racist mm-hmm. as you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lizzie. So we've got we've got four Beatles, four Beatles on a zebra crossing, mm. making life for the residents of Abbey Road hell ever since. Yeah. Increasing the volume of graffiti in the area. Uh, it's so dull. Have you been there? It's so dull. No. It's full of terribly dull people taking terribly dull photographs. Yes. And there's a lovely white wall that's all just got horrible black scrawls all over it. it makes me feel very old and fusty and I want to paint everything white. Um, <laughs> that's, oh. was that why, why white exactly? <laughs> Tycho Brahe, mm. an excellent name. It sounds yeah. saucy because it is saucy. Yeah, um, it is. And he had a and he had a gold nose, and he did something yep. that was stupid. Yeah. Um, he yes. exposed his abdomen. Oh, he was like th- a yes. space hopper full of. Uh, that it was the it was the space hopper full of. That really tipped me over the edge on this one. Because if I've ever wanted anything in my life, it's a man to kill himself through his bladder. Which is why. (laughs) Which is why (laughs) today the winner has got to be Sir Nathaniel of Chapley. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the one. Which means. Which means. The winner of the the entire week. Yes, is also me. Oh, come I on. won. I got all the points. We could have made date fight history. Oh. Yeah, wow. Then next year we could have said, we hey, weep. a year ago, on the 8th of August 2020, that was mm. the day we got yeah. the same score. Yeah, I like the idea of Just wait for that, guys. We're not getting self-reflexive. <clears throat> we just want yeah. last year's <laughs> date fight difference. Yeah, your bladder might burst with excitement. Mm, Already has. has. Already has. Yeah, I've got (laughs) minutes to live. If you've got minutes to live, don't forget you can subscribe, (laughs) rate and review, and spend your final moments. It's a great way to spend them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Uh, goodbye forever. Yes. It would have been fun. Or maybe tomorrow. tomorrow. I really need a pee, but I... No, no, 